Well, here we are again. Once more. We must stop meeting like this. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I, I seem to... <clears throat> I, we're lacking a, some uh, very... <laughs> this sentence going. Where's we seem going? to be lacking a man with a good voice and lives in a mansion. Yeah. No Toby. No Toby again. Apparently, work. Did we say something to upset him last two weeks ago? Well, it's funny because he was here every week and never watched a film. (laughs) He's watched film for the last two weeks and hasn't been here. No. It's interesting. I don't know what's going on. When he comes back, it's just going to be the Toby show. Yeah. Well, it'll be good. He'll have things to talk about. And we like that. We do. We do like that. Well, Toby, we miss you. Hi to Dave and Michelle. Hi, Dave and Michelle. Yep. Uh, Excited. How have you been? Yeah, great. Thank you. I forgot that we've spoken already. To, Hi, yeah, no, I'm good, yeah. thank you. Looking forward to the show. Always looking forward to the show. Excellent um, stuff. We won't ruin what happened on Sunday, how you did on the quiz. We'll find out. <laughs> Fingers crossed. In the show. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it is. It's very exciting. Should we, should we do the show? Well, it, should, should I tell you what's coming up on the show? Well, you'll do that in the show, though. Oh, we'll do that you? in the show, yeah, don't, don't we? Don't repeat it. Oh, okay. We don't seem to have said much. It's a very short intro. I know. Would you want to say something? Or would you like to say? I don't know. It's, it's been just, cold, isn't it? It is freezing up. It's would you like to know what the temperature cold. is outside? I'd say it's about zero. Oh, well, it was half, half minus half mm. while I was doing dry, about five minutes ago. I feel quite warm time. now. Do, do you? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because the studio is about 900 degrees oh, okay. and the heating's why. on. That would be why. No heating up here. No, no. It's, I don't think it's... Oh, it is on, but just very low. Uh, it is minus 1.6. Whoa. It's dropped. Whoa. Minus two tonight, by the time we leave, probably. Be scraping my car in the morning then, you won't I? You don't need I? to scrape Oh, it. no, my bag of water. Duncan, yes. Duncan Super Trick. Yes, Super bag trick. of water. Ziploc mm. bag with hot water. Yeah. Uh, Not oh, from a kettle. No. Not from a kettle. Dangerous. Um, this show is also dedicated yes. to your mother. To the one I love. Oh, no. Well, yeah. uh, to my mum. Yeah, she won't, she's not listening no, to this, no. but she's 90. Well, tomorrow, tomorrow, but whenever you're listening to this, it was the 21st. Yeah. yeah so she's 90 years old. Happy birthday to you. That's lovely. Thank you. Very, very what was, good. What's her name again? Ina. That's a beautiful. I like that name. You don't get many Enas you anymore. Don't. Do you don't. I really like that name. E N A. Oh, really? oh, nice. How do you think you were spelling it? I thought there was an I in there somewhere. What? I don't know. Why would they, Where would you put the I in Ina? <laughs> where would you put where the I? Where would you put the I? Find out after this break. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, there's really, no room for it. No, I know. There's no I in Ina. There, there's not, no. no. That's a nice name, though. Why have we got all posh all of a sudden? I don't know, because we're saying Ina a lot. Ina. It's, a very, it's a very old-fashioned name. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Does it? I don't uh, think you'd have kids called Ina now. Is it got a? Uh, is it from a certain language or like it's not Welsh English. or it's just an English name? I think so. Yeah. Not sure. Ooh, oh, hang on. Well, let's have a look. I thought I was going to sneeze. Oh, Sorry, okay. it's fine. No, no, it's gone. It's gone. Okay, good. Uh, okay, so well, I started the show last time when oh, okay. Toby wasn't here, so it's your turn. After the, three, would you like it in the style of Toby? Of course. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Hello. It's to- no, no. Stop. 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 Toby's got a deep, masculine, quite sexy voice. What were think, you doing? I don't think I can do that. You need to go down a couple of octaves. Hello. Do your best. Hello, my name's Toby. You, okay. It's fantastic. And here's the show this week. It's called Monday Movies. Hurry back, Toby, for <laughs> God's sake. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. I believe I just said all that as well, but not in quite such a professional way. Uh, Good evening, Duncan Strip here with you, joined by Luke Davis and Mason Cunningham. Hello. Uh, If you want to get involved, we encourage it. Uh, You can call us 01494 You can tweet us, we are at Wickham Sound. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Wixo Monday Movies, or you can email mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk. Yes, you can. Thank you very much. Now... Uh, since last week, we've been very busy. We've been crowdfunding. We've had a GoFundMe page Have set we? up, yeah, and we've raised £6.50, which means we can do this. Done. Thank you. Big Ben will bong for us. Thank you very much. Duncan <laughs> just went to me. Can we just have the Big Ben jingle ready? I was like, okay. Topical satire here on <laughs> Monday on. Movies. Wait. <laughs> very good. Out. Okay. Um, anyway, how are we? I'm good. You're good, No, yes. Toby? Uh, no. No. No, he's not there. No. He's uh, stuck at work. Oh. He has a job uh, finding extras for TV programmes, apparently. Hey, doesn't he just put himself in? And then just 
just doesn't get then gets cut I from would, the film. Yeah, that's my job. I just say I just put myself in. in. But yeah, so yeah. he's stuck at work apparently. He might be listening to us on the car on the way home. No, he won't. No, he won't. No, he won't. Uh, but you've had a good week. Yes, this bit is flown by. I was saying this earlier. It's just this week. The last couple of weeks have just flown by. It's the twentieth of January already. Would you like to tell the listeners of Monday Movies who may not listen to other programs? No, you never know. The big news that we had this week. Ah, uh, this week, mm. uh, Wickham Sound has been nominated for an ARIA. Which, um, very, big news, that very is, good isn't it? for this big show. It's news. the radio awards, it's basically the Oscars for the radio. They used to world. be called uh, the Sony's, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, and yes. they stopped advertising it. And we're the only local radio station in there, really, aren't we? Yes. We're the only station like us in there. We're the only station that has a community licence. There we go, yeah. yes. We're up, and we're up against uh, the, the big guns. We're up against three BBC stations yeah. and two commercial stations, which yeah. is, it's massive news. It's, um, I mean, we're excited the fact that we've just been nominated. Know. Who knows what's going to happen when we, if, if, when, if, when, when yeah. we win. Well, fingers crossed the judges aren't listening to this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> otherwise, that's scuppered our chances <laughs> from the start. Uh, and Mason, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Good, excellent. That's all good. We're all good. All good. We're all. We're just sad because we're missing Toby. Yes, we are. Um, did you get up to anything over the weekend again? Nothing. <laughs> um, I was back on Oxford BBC Radio Oxford what was that on, for? on their uh, big film quiz. That's not what it's called, is it? <laughs> the big movie quiz on BBC Radio Oxford. That, that's I think you'll find that. Yeah, that's, that's the one. I, I was on that. My second week. Yes. Did quite well. Did you? Yeah. What are you going to yeah. press now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you did. You won again. I won. We're not yeah. doing the whole thing that took ten minutes. No, last time. no. But uh, last last week was my first week. Yeah. Bit tentative. Yes. Scraped through. Bit I think we can say you did. Yeah. Now I know how the quiz works. I aced it. You this were. Week. You were like. I, I know this on, one. I was I know this on one. fire. If you had a buzzer, it would be like this. Yes, it was. I, uh, yeah. I got almost hundred um, percent. You did. Points, you yeah, only got two questions wrong. And one of them. <clears throat> can I just say <laughs> you're not happy about no I'm not happy about it because it should have gone to me it went to the I'm not bitter it's fine whatever yes yes you are <laughs> uh, anyway should we start with a rundown of the top 10 films at the UK box office let's do it this week's number 10 Knives Out a brilliant film nice uh, that it's been nominated for an Oscar for best original it's screenplay got a couple, hasn't it? no I think it's no, just, just best one. original screenplay should have got some acting awards yeah um, Nominations, I think. Uh, but it's really good. It's an old fashioned Agatha Christie style whodunit set in an old haunted house where someone's died and everybody in the house is a suspect. Uh, but it's all been brought up to date and it's, it's very clever. Uh, the mystery makes sense. You know, sometimes when you go and see a film where it's a whodunit and at the end they You're just bring, like, what? Well, they bring somebody out that you've never seen before and when he did it, well, no, this one you can work out who did it if you're clever because the person is in it the whole time. I have a problem and with like that with Scooby-Doo. I mean... Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, this is one. You can, you can piece the clues together and you can guess who done it if you want to play along. If you don't want to stretch your brain, it's just good fun. It's really well acted. The script is very funny and the performances are great. Well, that's very, very good. Yes. Uh, this week's number nine... Cats. I, I will not touch you. Your thoughts? Uh, Cat. So this is the big screen adaptation of the award-winning and yeah. record-breaking musical, which doesn't work in any way, shape, or form. No. Uh, it's all been digitally updated so that people don't wear cat suits. They are obviously wearing leotards with the dots on, and their fur has been digitally added afterwards. And it doesn't look like fur. None of them look like cats. Even though they were going, oh, this is award-winning fur technology. Yeah, and you'll notice from the Golden Globes, the BAFTAs, the Oscars, the SAG Awards. They weren't nominated for anything. Except they've been nominated for song. Not in the no? Oscars. Did they not? They don't know uh, anything enough, in the Oscars. I think the Oscar voters thought the cynical placement of an extra song in Cats <laughs> and an extra song in Lion King. King yeah. So the Beyonce song in Lion King was put there for one reason. Yeah. To A, to sell albums. Yeah. And B, to get awards. So I, it's quite nice that they've said, no, no. that was cynical. We're not, we're well, not giving it I mean, it they had that from Rocket Man as well, but that, that seemed to sneak through. But yeah, We'll let him off with that yeah. because that's English. Um, <laughs> so we, don't, we don't mind. Uh, so no, Cats, it doesn't work. It's, it's almost worth going to see just, just to see laugh. how wrong they got it. Right. And how embarrassing it is. And as I said, I think last week, there's a few scenes where I covered my eyes. Not because it was scary, not because it was horrific, but because it was. I felt embarrassed for the people on the screen, even though they're obviously not there. It's not a live performance, no. but I felt embarrassed for them. It's weird that none of them are talking about it now, isn't it? Strange that. 
Yeah. yeah. It's disappeared from public consciousness. It really has. Uh, this week's number eight, Spies in Disguise. Haven't seen it. This is the new uh, Blue Sky animation with Will Smith and Tom Holland. Um, who, when they were doing their bits, to, they never never met each other because it's all um, mm. animated. They often don't in yeah. animations. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But the, I saw them in a video and they were like best friends. It's very strange. Really? Or they were acting. Who well, knows? that could be, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You're, you're, uh, for someone who did four years of film and TV, you're constantly surprised by things that happen in film and TV, <laughs> yeah, don't you? It's yeah, quite strange. Yeah. You, you were surprised last week that Tom Hanks hadn't won anything for any of the Toy Stories. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Like, best voiceover. Voice <laughs> <laughs> well, they still, don't do it. You're still acting for your, with your voice, yeah, though, aren't they, you? They don't do that. Well, that's, that's actorist. Actorist? Yeah, I've made it up. OK. Uh, done? Yeah. yeah okay. uh, this week's... Right, I'm ready. Here we go. This week's number seven... Let it go. Let it go. Into the I mean, that's the best it's that's been. That's the best it's been. I'm, it might drop out next week. Let's oh. hope it stays in there for one, one more one week. One more week. So you can perfect it. This week's number uh, seven, Frozen 2. Frozen 2. Um, per, I'm Be slightly, careful. slightly worried about what I say because uh, Amy is next door preparing her musical <laughs> show and uh, last time I slated this I didn't I didn't slate it did I well, I mean you you, pos- you weren't positive about it last time two women and a man ran in and accosted me in the studio yeah because they disagreed with me I mean obviously they were wrong um th- there's nothing wrong with it it's a perfectly fine film it's just not as good as the first one and quite telling that it's not been nominated for best animated feature no. at the Oscars because you'd have thought this was a shoe in for at least a nomination the only thing that um, is that your phone buzzing? No. Very uh, unprofessional. This, the, only song that, the only thing that did get nominated was uh, this. The song? The song. Mm, yeah. And it's an annoying song. Into the it's great. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, so it's perfectly fine. It's, per- it's, it's perfectly fine. It's just not as good as the first one. <laughs> it's, that's, that's not really praise. It's perfectly fine. If you've got young kids, it's perfectly fine. That's a fair point. Uh, this week's number six, Jojo Rabbit. Which is perfectly marvellous. So this is Taika Waititi's... uh, Well, the last film he directed was Thor Ragnarok, of course, but the film he did before that, which this one uh, has more in common with, is Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, which was brilliant. This is about a small boy in Hitler's youth uh, who has Hitler as his imaginary best friend and he finds out that his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in the attic. Uh, It's funny, it's sad, it's really moving, it's brilliantly... um, the one thing about war films uh, that this does completely opposite. You know, war films are always they're not colourful. Uh, yeah, Do you know what I mean. It's either green, it's brown, all very or, yeah. muted colours, yeah. almost black and white. War films don't. But this is bright, vibrant colours. So when he's out in the street, you know, everything's bright because it would have been. You know, just because yeah. there was a war, war. on, people still well, wore like, colourful clothes. I, I mean, as somebody that's done three years of film and TV, wow. Um, it, it's like when they, whenever something can, is in London, it's always very slightly turned down colour-wise. It's always slightly greyer because people think of London as, as being yes. And even new... So not the last Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible before, the whole final sequence in London was in thick fog. Yeah. I thought, well, no, that's something <laughs> from the never. 1920s. You never get no, thick fog. where if so. you're like in Chicago or Las Vegas, the colours mm. are just turned up to 107. Yeah. So this is nice. It's an uh, absolutely brilliant film with a fantastic lead performance by uh, the kid. I can't remember his name. Uh, f- first film he's ever been in. And oh, wow. he is absolutely brilliant. So, Good. yeah, well worth seeing. Uh, this week's number five, Jumanji, The Next Level. Uh, which me and Toby agree on. It's really good. It's not quite as good as the first one. No. Uh, it changes things up. Uh, so Kevin Hart and The Rock, um, their bodies aren't inhabited by two teenage children this time. They're inhabited by two um, OAPs, which which changes it up nicely. It's away from the jungle, so it's more in deserts. And It's the next uh, level. It's the next level. Yeah. So it is like the next level of a computer game. And it actually has something to say about ageing and about friendships. It's really nice. Well, there we go. So Toby was quite moved by the end with the horse, if you remember. I do remember, he yes. Got, he got choked up choked with up, a yeah. scene with a horse. Uh, this week's number four, The Gentleman. Uh, Guy Ritchie back to Lock, Stock and Snatch kind of films. Mm. So he he made those. Then he made the Sherlock Holmes films. Then he made the really terrible uh, King Arthur film. Oh, yeah, that was... Is that the one at the school? What? Oh, no, that was the other one, yes. Yeah, that was the, king who, the boy who would be That's king, right. which was really oh, good. No, the this king was actually Arthur was terrible, King Arthur. Yes. With, uh, yeah, and David Beckham was probably the best thing in it, which tells you just how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is him going back to his um, gangster roots, and it's really naff. It's set in the um, present day, 
but you would think it was set in the 1980s and it's all all right Eddie oh go on here oh geezer hey hit him hit him it's all that and it's really annoying and tiresome the uh, so yeah? to, to show the other side of that mm. Tracy from uh, Huxley and Howe mm. loved it really yeah I question her sanity <laughs> okay good <clears throat> there's not there's not my I'm surprised Tracy likes a word a film with quite so many expletives yes she did uh, she, I mean I mean this the this the bad word the bad is one, used yes. an awful lot um but she she said that she she could see why they were using it though could she yeah well I'll use it next time I see her <laughs> okay, uh, good. no I just thought it I just thought it was really terrible oh. really it was, it's lazy so he makes joke. He makes a point. So the the main, not the main character, Hugh Grant's character, who has got the dirt on the mob boss, who's played by Matthew McConaughey, and he goes to his second in command to tell him why he's going to blackmail him, and he says he's got a script, and he keeps saying, you know, we're going to shoot this in thirty five millimeter, and then they show little bits of film spool going through. You'd know, you've been to film school. Hello, <clears throat> and it just feels like Guy Ritchie going, oh look, I know all about cinema. I know what thirty five mil is. I know, and there's a whole he has a whole speech about aspect ratio. Oh. Like, no really? one cares. It's just him saying, "Look, I know this stuff," and then it's followed by, "Oh, ye go, go, up, you, oh, eh, hit him, go on." Uh, it, look, it looks. I thought when the trailer first came out, I went, "Oh, is it a sequel prequel?" Oh, is it? A- oh, <laughs> oh, uh, a sequel prequel to uh, Kingsman. The Kingsman. No, it's very, because the font is very same. It's sort yes. of shot the same. Uh, no, because the prequel to the Kingsman, which is the King's Man, Man. comes out uh, next month. I think. Yeah. yeah. It but just, they're best friends, so maybe they... Or maybe they're just... Or they've fallen out and Guy Ritchie is trying to um, <laughs> oh, 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 go, oh, oh, all right, I'm taking your font. Leave my font. No, I'm taking your font. Give me my font. Kind of like that. Font Wars. A fo- font Wars, yeah. Coming soon to a cinema near you. Font Wars. But that could be two priests fighting, couldn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it could be two typesetters. It could be two priests. priests. Font. Hmm. We'll work on it. Yeah. Uh, copyright Wickham Sound. Uh, okay. This week's number three... Star Wars. I'll let you speak. The you've Rise seen, seen of Skywalker. Uh, so this film, I think... <laughs> film? Film. Um, I think they set themselves quite a difficult challenge uh, because they try and wrap up all nine films in two and a half hours. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's okay. It's all right, but it's not memorable. I've kind of forgotten really what happens. Can I just say, you say that's a feat... You have to remember that came out the same year, mm. Avengers Endgame wrapped up 23 films. That's true. A lot more successfully. Well, that's what I mean. But I think because they've sort of have a, had a, a vision from the first film, which was 10, 10 years ago, not 30 years ago. Yes. And they've, they've not had the same director, but... Um, Kevin Feige has sort of looked after them all. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, JJ did... Force Awakens. Yes, he did. Then the second one was... Uh, Ryan Johnson. And then the third one was going to be... Colin Trevorrow. But then they changed it last minute back yes. to JJ. Yes. And I I feel like... And there's been some... I don't know if we'll talk about this in the news later, but there has been his script um, mentioned and has been shared on social media about how he was going to do it. And it's completely different to what came out. Yes. I think it's it's like the Marvel... It's like the... Um, DC? Uh, no, it's like the Marvel issue that they had with um, Edgar Wright and Ant-Man yeah. and they have now got with Scott Derrickson and Doctor Strange 2. You're you're making a film for a machine yeah. and you have to fit in with that machine and people didn't like it Where with what uh, Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi. There was a big backlash. So they thought, no, we need to get that back into the sausage machine and... Send out a sausage that everyone's going to like. And that's the problem, see? So, you know... I, you know what? If, I think if JJ... Because, you know, we're close friends. Of course you are. Um, if he'd done all three films, I think it would have been fine. Because he would have obviously set it up in the first one. Well, yeah. Continued think, it into the second and third yeah. one. I don't understand why they gave it to a director for different films. Well, I think... And now people know that this isn't the film that was going to be made. No. Colin Trevorrow had a different idea. Probably different plot thing. And they had the problem that... Um, Carrie Fisher passed away yeah. and she was a major character So they, and they de- they haven't digitally enhanced her what they've done is use scenes which look amazing which look amazing but they were obviously very limited yeah. in what she'd done so I would imagine some of the story had to be rewritten because oh she says this line this has to relate yeah. to something in the story so, and actually yeah. a bit that 
I mentioned there wasn't anything that stand out, but the the, the kind of stand out from the film because mm. in the in the last one there was the the dead silent bit where the ship goes through the other ship, and which that was brilliant, stunning. I yes. welled up on that because it's just beautiful. Uh, but the, the sort of the highlight from this film is the de aging of um, Mark Hamill and. Um, Princess Carrie, Carrie Fisher, Fisher in the bit when when they show Leah, Leah training, which actually was um, her daughter Billy that did it, mm. um, which I thought it looked really good. Yeah, I thought. But if that's the best that's, thing, but you that can was take the best thing, that, really. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it's all right. It's satisfied the fans. It's bought the uh, what do you call it? A trilogy, a quadrilogy. What I don't know. An, an octilogy. Well, it's nine, isn't it? No, it's three, six, nine. Yes, it yeah, is. What's nine? What's a nine-sided thing? Octagon is eight, isn't it? Yeah, so decahedron is ten. So it's a decology. Yes. Is it? Why, no, there's only nine, so it doesn't work. Oh, well, what's nine? What's a nine-sided figure? We'll find out. Okay. Um, but anyway, that's Rise of the Skywalker. And there is rumours there's going to be another one. Even though they've gone, this is it, this is it. Excuse me, can I, I refer know. you back to a, an argument we had last week? It's fair point. I said there'd be another one. I know. I? Yes. Do you work for Disney? I know you work no, for Pinewood. Surely, then. after three years, you've realised... I'm always right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course. Uh, this week's number two, Little Women. Uh, brilliant. Uh, it's just a shame Greta Gerwig hasn't got an Oscar nomination because the Academy seemed to think that uh, it must have directed itself. And it's someone pointed this out on um, on a, in a essay on Facebook. An essay? Yeah, I think it was called... It was an essay. Wow. Yeah, uh, and it's very true. So no women were, were nominated in the directing categories for the Oscars and they say oh, it's difficult for women well Greta Gerwig is from a filmmaking family she's married to Noah Baumbach who is uh, an Oscar nominated director she's white she's um, made a use certificate film which is suitable for everybody it's got A-list talent and it's made a small fortune at the box office yeah. if she can't get a nomination how are the women of African American descent the Asian directors how are they ever going to get um, a nomination if she can't because she's you know she's just like the perfect candidate yeah so it's a real shame but the film is absolutely fantastic and don't don't not go thinking oh little women it's not really my cup of tea because it, it will be yeah, I mean it's not really your... it's not aimed at me no, either no you it's, loved it's it. aimed at you know younger women yeah. like, like yourself Hello. but um <laughs> No, it is ap- it's an absolutely lovely film. What's number one, Mr. This week's Davis? number one, described by Toby as... It's fantastic. 1917. 1917. Going again to see it on Wednesday. Oh. Hopefully, that's Clinton throwing a radio at the wall again, but yes, we are we are going to see it. Uh, this is a story of two privates in the, the First World War who are dragged from their battalion and told they have to deliver a message to a battalion behind enemy lines uh, because the Germans know what they're going to do and they they're uh, going into a trap and they have to get there within a day. The camera follows them the whole way. So it's filmed as though it is one long continuous shot. It's not. Obviously, there are judicious cuts here and there, but it looks absolutely fantastic. And it gives a sense of a sense of claustrophobia and tension that you wouldn't get if it kept cutting away no. to other things. So when, when they go into one of the bunkers and suddenly things start collapsing, you can't cut to the outside. You don't know you're stuck in there with them. And it you know, there is a sense of claustrophobia as they're trying to get out from places. And some of the scenes go on for so long. Um, there's a scene where they're going across uh, no man's land and they have to go into this giant dugout that's full of mud, climb up the other side. And, you, and, and they are slipping and they are falling. Yeah. And you're thinking, well, that, that probably wasn't in the script. No. They were just literally slipping and falling and they carried on um, uh, filming. And there's a scene in a French village at night which is only lit up by flares, which is the scene that, you know, Roger Deakins will win an Oscar for this for cinematography. And there's a behind the scenes um, oh, I've seen video this, yeah. where they build a scale model on a table and then put some like metal yeah. hoops over to show the tra- tra- the trajectory of the flares and then they put lights on them to work out how long the flares would stay alight where the shadows would fall so that when they filmed it they'd know it's just incredible really like, would you like a clip from it have we got one yeah go for it Colonel McKenzie is in command of the second he sent word yesterday morning he was going after the retreating Germans he is convinced he has them on the run that if he can break their lines now he will turn the tide is wrong. Colonel McKenzie has not seen these aerials of the enemy's new line. Come around here, gentlemen. Three miles deep, field fortifications, defences, artillery, the like of which we've never seen before. 
The second are due to attack the line shortly after dawn tomorrow. They have no idea what they're in for. And we can't warn them. As a parting gift, the enemy cut all our telephone lines. Your orders are to get to the second at Kwasiu Wood, one mile southeast of the town of Bakust. Deliver this to Colonel Mackenzie. It is a direct order to call off tomorrow morning's attack. If you don't, it will be a massacre. We will lose two battalions. 1,600 men, your brother among them. You think you can get there in time? Yes, sir. Uh, it's a scene from 1917, the number one film at the UK box office. It's done very well in its second week as well. Had a very small drop-off uh, in box office, and I think that's because it's aimed at uh, an older audience. Yeah. You're probably, as many of us youngsters <laughs> uh, who are going to see these films at the weekend, I think there's a big audience going to see this uh, during the week. 89% on Rotten Tomato for both critics yeah, and audience. There's been some harsh criticism online from some circles with people saying that What about the, squares? Just no, circles, big Yeah, just circles. Uh, people saying that the technique of the one shot and the fact that the camera's following them and it's over their shoulder, it's a bit video gamey. And no, because there's there's quite a lot of cutaways in video game I know. bits. Uh, well, I don't know because I've never played a video game. And also the fact that there's something that he picks up at the start and then it turns out three quarters of the way through it's exactly the thing that he needs and people are saying oh that's like in a video game where you collect things and you have to use and I thought well no maybe it's because video games are based on stuff like this yeah you know maybe that's that's probably more it is is, this this is nothing like a video game and the one shot claustrophobic feel works for this and it also it also shows you again because people forget how young you know the second world war was different the first world war uh people were really young oh, yeah, and were. people were 14 15 lying about their age um so that they could go to war yeah you know so and this shows the, the two guys in this are older than they probably would have been yeah. but you know 15 16 year old boys were being sent to their death and they weren't conscripted. A lot of them wanted to go right. and fight for their country. Yeah. And it was again, it's not like the first Second World War, which was, you know, Hitler, baddie, evil. The First World War was a lot messier. Yeah. And the lines weren't as clear cut. There was, we go. That was very serious. It was quite serious yeah, for us, was, wasn't yeah. it? How do we segue into something else from that? <sighs> Maybe a... Yeah, that's what I thought. Another 50p went into the meter there and we got a bong. Uh, So that's uh, the top 10. I think, despite uh, Bad Boys 3 being out this week, I think 1917 will still be number one. for a couple of weeks. Next week, because there's nothing uh, big out. What about Bombshell? Do you not think that's going to do... No. No? Uh, No, I don't think that's going to do very well at all. Okay. Uh, There's nothing big out until Bird of Prey. Birds of Prey on February the 7th. So I think 1917 could be number one for at least four weeks. There you go. There's the prediction. That's the prediction. See if I'm not wrong. Go on. Go on. See. We'll see. Uh, What would you like to talk about now? Let's have some movie news. Oh, I thought we would do reviews. Let's do some reviews. (laughs) Well, we've only got two. Okay. Um, should we start with Bombshell? Because you did mention it, I did it, mention didn't it, you? yeah. So this is the new film from Jay Roach, who used to be a comedy director. He, he did. He did. Um, Anchorman and um, other things <laughs> like that. And then he made The Big Short, which obviously won Oscars, and he made Vice last year, which was about Dick Cheney. Which he did um, Meet the Parents. He did Meet the Parents. Yeah. So, and he's gone on to be like an Oscar contender. Uh, though this is Bombshell, which stars uh, Charlize Theron as Megyn Kelly, who is a, a news anchor on Fox News. This is back in 2000. 2012, just before uh, President, so it's while President Trump is campaigning to be the Republican candidate and subsequently when he's campaigning to become uh, the US president. Uh, and she goes up against Roger Ailes, who was the head of... He created Fox News, basically, for Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch had this news empire. He wanted a TV news station. Roger Ailes created Fox News. But it was a, a, a toxic environment that he created. If you look back then, all the news anchors looked the same. It was blonde, long blonde bobs, low-cut tops, low-cut uh, dresses. No one was allowed to wear trousers, apart from the men, obviously. And all the te- if you look at some of the archive footage, all of the news desks were glass uh, um. because he wanted everyone to see the women's legs because he knew that people would be watching, not for the, not for the news as such, but for the pretty women. Yeah. And the, the way they get the job was because he was also a bit of a lech and he was a sex pest right and it's not like he was an attractive man he was a big fat overweight 
uh, American businessman. So you, this sounds like it was done because of the Me Too movement and the Harvey Weinstein scandal, but this was actually in production before all that, oh. so it's quite It's um, been in production prescient. for quite a while, It though. has, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Charlie's Theron is Megan Kelly. Nicole Kidman plays Gretchen Carlson, who is uh, another um, news anchor who tries to stand up to Roger Ailes and is demoted and put on the afternoon show where there is no audience. And uh, Margot Robbie plays Kayla, who is a, an amalgam of other characters. So she's not a real person, but she's an amalgam of lots of other people who came up against Roger Ailes. And what this shows was is in a, in a um, company like this, where people were being abused sexually and um, mentally by this guy, how it was perpetuated because they, a lot of them knew that they wouldn't get the job unless they did what they were told. Right. And so it kind of goes unsaid until one person has to stand up. And even after one person does stand up, some of the other women who are working for him who have been through it start wearing T-shirts standing up for him saying save Roger Ailes and stuff like that. So it was, it's a very murky... Um, story it's very well told it's really well acted it suffers however because last year on sky atlantic there was an eight-part series which covered exactly the same thing but it covered it in a lot more detail uh, russell crowe played roger ailes in that one uh, and it, it was just a lot more in depth in depth so in comparison to the tv series this feels a little bit slight and obviously a little bit late yeah because if you've seen the tv series you know all the details and this is kind of like someone's preceded the tv series and just taken the you know the, the main points and made them into a film it's um it's been in production since well it was announced in 2017 hmm. um, but, i mean not to detract from the fact that it is well made it's fantastically acted uh, i defy you to notice the prosthetics on the three women oh really they've got false noses false chins false cheeks oh. apparently they were taking i mean they just if you look at the i've looked at the, i've looked at the poster yeah, in front of me you, i mean they just look like pretty women although charlie's theron i was looking all the way through it thinking you look really pretty, but you don't look like Charlize Theron. I can't work what out what, what, what's wrong. Well, she's got a false nose, a false chin, uh, false... Uh, yeah, and they've also got these generic wigs on as well. So, yeah, that makes them look different. But no, you can't tell. No, no, it's, it's seamless. And even... The funny thing is, Roger Ailes was this big, fat man with a huge double chin. So in this, John Lithgow plays him. And John Lithgow is an older man who's got a bit of a double chin and a bit of a paunch. So... The prosthetics sit better on him. On Russell Crowe, it, a bit obvious. it did look a little mm. bit Jabba the Hutty, <laughs> if, you okay. know, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but that's not to take away from the fact that it is entertaining, it is interesting. If, but if you've seen The loudest, vo loudest Voice on Sky, and I think it's uh, still available uh, on Catch Up on Sky, uh, this will seem like uh, the clip notes from that. So, uh, out of ten? Seven. Okay. The performances are really good, and uh, two of them have been... Uh, Charlize is up for Best Actress at the Oscars, and Margot Robbie for Best Supporting Actress. I wouldn't have given Margot Robbie a Best Supporting Actress. She's um, up for two, though, as well, isn't she? That's only in the BAFTAs. Ah, okay. Yeah, which is ridiculous. She's yeah. also up for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where she's on screen for about ten minutes right. and says about five lines. Okay. Uh, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Shall we move on to Bad Boys 3 for Life? Bad Boys for Life. So this is... Now, I can't remember. And I, you may be able to look it up when Bad Boys 1 and 2 came out. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the early 90s. Uh, these were the two films with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence as a couple of cops going up against criminals in Miami. And they were the usual 90s kind of action films it was all fast camera work quick pans um fast dialogue uh, generic villains um yep uh bad boys one was 1995 wow uh, and bad boys two was 2003 oh really so but it's, it's been 14 years yeah. since the last one so no one's been asking for this let's be honest no. let's just tell you what it's about the martin lawrence what has retired is retiring because he's now got a grandchild and he realizes that there's more to life than chasing bad guys will smith just wants to go on until he drops uh, and then suddenly Will Smith is gunned down at the start of the film by oh. a criminal who is gunning down loads of people, all, com all associated with one case. Turns out it's a case that Will Smith uh, worked on before he met Martin Lawrence's character. So this is the events that happened were before the first two bad boy films. And someone has come back for vengeance and wants everybody involved in the case dead. So no one's asked for this film. No, no. one was saying, why don't we have a bad boys three? You know, the other two were so good. They were OK. They were, very sure of their time. they were very of their time, but they were okay. Uh, what's surprising about this is just how much fun it is. Oh. I was expecting it to be 
pretty naff. But it's not. It's actually quite good fun. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are obviously having the time of their lives. The best thing about it is Joe Pantoliano, who plays their uh, boss. Now, if you've ever seen a cop film from from the 80s or 90s, there was always two cops, they were mismatched, and their boss was always very angry and didn't like them going off book. And that's what Joe Pantoliano is playing in this, and he does it brilliantly. Also, his name's brilliant. Yes, Pantoliani. But he used to be in loads... He was in the the original Matrix films. Um, He was in loads of films in the 80s and 90s. He was really good, and we haven't seen him for quite some time. And he's got this down pat. It's a fantastic performance of his. So, yeah, this is... I mean, it is silly, and it doesn't pretend to update it. You could play this one as a triple bill and it wouldn't look out of place they've oh. kept the same aesthetic the same camera angles it's got the same over the top villain and the same over the top ending so they have made they haven't tried to take a 90s film and make a 2000 and, well, a 2020 <laughs> version of it they've decided to to make a 2020 film and make it look like the other two films so if you like the other two you will like this one so is it a sequel a sequel that works it does work yeah yeah and you don't need to have seen the others right. for it to work because let's face it there are people who weren't who can go and see this one who weren't born, born when the no, first exactly, one came yeah. out so mason probably 1995 did you say yeah i, no, I, no, I was 96 blimey so yeah, yeah so you oh, you yeah so there you go yeah blimey that makes me feel old well, so well, yeah duncan you are so it's surprising and it works. Out of ten? Oh, see, I'm going to want to say six, and that makes it sound worse. <laughs> yeah, than, you don't... Six and a half. Six and a half. You know what you should be doing? Because I never remember these. Writing these down every yeah. week. So you have, at the end of the year, when you I say, it. this is my favourite film of the year, you can go, yeah. well, well, actually, you only gave it four. What are you talking about? That's a great idea. So, yeah. Um, I've got some other exciting news. Oh, yeah. Nine-sided shape. Yes. Nonagon. So it's uh, or a nine gone a nonology a nonology a nonology very close to analogy yeah but nonology no a nonology 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 oh, I like that that's a ten series of nine ten, series of nine films <laughs> nonology I like that very good but what is a twenty-three sided figure because that would be the uh, Avengers oh that's true Infinity that, oh, War that, saga wouldn't it that is called a MCU oh excellent well that's <laughs> no, com- very convenient isn't it a, re- a regular polygon one n gons so a twenty-three sided polygon yeah. would be called a twenty-three gon oh they, I think they sort of run out so after. it's a twenty-threeology yeah anyway okay mm. uh, well other, more news oh some more news. <laughs> £1.50 went into the uh, GoFundMe campaign nice. and we got another bomb. Thank you very much. See how easy it is? Very good, I don't know why it? they made such no. a fuss about it. i got to be honest. Uh, we're going to have some film news and what we've been watching coming right up. Ooh. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Hmm. Mason just gave me a pound. Oh, nice. There, there we go. go. See another bomb. Going well. Easy. I don't know why people were making such a fuss about <laughs> 50, it. 50,000. Good. 500,000. 500,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, shall we? Oh, tell you what. Should we have our new feed? of what we've been watching yes so because are you ready for the jingle what yeah you ready yeah what have we been watching (laughs) (laughs) please tell me we didn't spend any money on that yeah we did does it sound the same every time we do it ready ready for the next one yep what have we been watching brilliant it's really good so basically as regular listeners will know um I'm the only one who goes to the cinema. <laughs> so we thought we'd add this little extra feature where... What's it called? Uh, a little extra feature. What's it called? I don't know. Let me just press this button. What have we been watching? You changed it slightly there. Um, there many of them. Whereas the other people can join... Now, Toby... Yeah. ...hasn't been here for the last two weeks. No. ...has watched two films at the cinema and an entire TV series, and yet he's not here to talk no. about them. So apologies, Toby. You can catch up uh, next week. Uh, so we'll start with you, Luke. Um, what would you like to tell us about? Uh, <laughs> thank you, Duncan. You're welcome. Um, I feel like I'm doing a TED Talk now. Um, I binge-watched eight hours of TV yesterday. Question. Tell me what you think about me. Oh, we're doing all the jingles like that, are we? No. Um, you binged watch eight hours of TV. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just cast your mind back to last week's programme? Yeah. Can we watch The Irishman? Oh, no, that's three hours long. I can possibly spare... Where will I find three, three hours, hours to watch a film? Fair. And you've just watched eight, eight hours. hours of a TV programme. Fair point. I rest my case. Mm. Uh, no, I have watched the second series of Sex Education which is the Netflix uh, original property. Mm-hmm. 
the first series came out this time last year. Uh, it had over 40 million viewers uh, That's how, in their first sort of couple of months, mm. uh, in the, the first couple of weeks. Uh, and it's uh, just come out for its second series. Um, yes. What's it about? It is basically uh, Otis, who is a socially awkward teenager um, and lacking... Social skills. Yes. Um, goes to school and meets up with a person called Maeve, uh, and they start, who is a troubled classmate, um, and they help students deal with, well, as you can probably guess, with the sex education. Okay. Yeah. First series, very good. Very... I watched the first episode and we didn't like it, so we didn't watch it. You need to, you need to watch it. Okay. You need to, you need to just get on with it okay. and watch it. Yeah. Uh, first series is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first couple of se- episodes because it's a school, so there's lots of characters. Yeah. So they, you sort of shown all the main characters in it, but each week they add sort of a different character in mm-hmm. and a different story. Um, very, very good. It's a bit of a will they, won't they story, and I won't ruin the first series. Um, second series picks up after the summer holidays, so it's a new term, they're back at school, and obviously I can't say a lot because if you want to watch the first series, um, but again, it has the will they, won't they, and it's equally as good as the first series. I, I was slightly worried that it might drop off and actually wouldn't... Wouldn't... Child. Um, wouldn't be I'm sorry, as... you're talking about a, a programme called Sex <laughs> Education and you were worried that it was going to drop off. Yeah. So obviously people are going to wonder. You're such a child. Um, and I just didn't think it was going to be as good, but actually it's as good. Really? Um, I, you forgot to mention the big star that's in it. Gillian uh, Anderson. Yes, Gillian Anderson. Who just is basically playing Emma Thompson in this film. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, they, you, oh. if you put them next to each other... Yeah. It, yeah. Asa Butterfield is the main character. Otis in it is brilliant. I did you know? I thought you were going to say Asa Base. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. that's you wants. No. Um, so I, I highly recommend it. Okay, good. And I got very invested into the second series and actually got very angry at the end. Oh, in, in a good way or a bad way? In a bad way because I know I've got to wait a year now, oh, probably for the next. Se- that's oh, that's the cliffhangers. problem. No, not a not no so, not a cliffhanger. But, but if Netflix announced they've cancelled it, you're going to be annoyed. Even more so, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but not, not because of a cliffhanger, just because how it ends. Right, okay. Um, and then... I thought, well, that's the problem with these sort of, like, mm. everything being up at once series. Well, you see, that's why I don't like the bingey no. thing. No. And i tell you why. I think Netflix will stop doing it. Do you think so? Because Apple aren't doing it. And um, Dis- Disney Plus are Disney are not doing. on all of their things. So you, what you find is that um, the morning show on Apple and the Mandalorian on Disney Plus, yeah. pe- they premiered six weeks ago or something. Yeah. People are still oh, excuse me. People are still talking about them because they have to wait each week yeah. for an episode. Whereas The Witcher, which is Netflix new big new fantasy series, they dropped every episode six weeks ago people were talking about it for a week and that's it and then it's gone so I think the days of dropping a whole series uh, are going to come to an end unless they're just not interested for the big series like I I wouldn't be surprised if the next series of The Crown in a year's time is one one a week because it keeps it in the public mind the first series, there was eight episodes, and there's, there's eight mm. in the second episode as well. So that could be in eight weeks people were talking yeah, exactly, about it. Exactly, exactly. Whereas this way, like you, you've, you've, you've watched all Talk eight episodes, now you're going to move on to something else. You're not going to carry on talking no. about that. Whereas if you were watching an episode a week, it's, it's the old water cooler yeah. thing, which we never had in this country, but you know what I mean. All the, char- all the, all the kids that play the characters, and mm. Gillian Anderson, are excellent. They are, they are brilliant. It's all filmed around Wales, filmed at an old Welsh university or college. That an I old th- Welsh university. Hello. Um, and th- I have to say, co- it's a beautiful school. It's okay. very, very nice. Good. But I highly recommend it. Go and watch it. Okay, so that's uh, Sex Education. Correct. Stream or two, two seasons all now streaming on Netflix. Are you trying to get voiceovers for Netflix? Just trying to... Just <laughs> was, trying, just trying to that was good. What I'm trying all to do... All series are I, now Can available. I just point out what I'm trying to do what and what, to what do? you keep continually undermine <laughs> is to make this hour's worth of radio sound professional. <laughs> OK. But I am thwarted at every, thwarted. At every turn. Uh, Mason, anything you've watched? Um, yeah, I've watched The Irishman. Oh, oh well, that, we, that yes. three-hour film. How on earth, Mason, did you find time to watch three hours of television? Well, I've been secretly... Secretly, I've been waiting for this film to come out ever since it's been announced, which was a couple of years ago, probably, now. Um, it is quite long, I have to say, but it is good. 
I mean, Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro, all those old actors, they haven't lost a step, I don't think. Does it feel three hours? Does it feel like it's three hours long? Or does it sort of just go like that? It does have that um, dragging on mm. like, sort of feel to it. but um, Luke, you're just trying to find reasons <laughs> not to watch it. Well, no, because that's the big thing we said about Avengers, which was also three hours long, but yes. that, that, fl- that went in by in a snap. Yes. <laughs> oh, very good. Thank yes. you. Uh, so this is the new Martin Scorsese directed film. It's up for, up for Oscars for director, best film, and best actor for... No, not best actor for Robert De Niro. He missed out. Uh, best supporting actor for Joe Pesci. So yeah. worth watching. Definitely. Yes. Good. 18 certificates. So is, I should have said so is sex education. Oh, so is sex education. Yeah. So that is, uh, yes, that's The Irishman, which is streaming now on Netflix. What have you seen, Mr. Strait? Uh, well, lots of things. If I said everything that I'd watched in a week, then we'd be here all day. So I'll just pick one thing. So the uh, Dracula, which is the new BBC uh, Netflix series, three episodes written by Stephen Moffat and... Um, Mark Gattis, uh, one of the League of Gentlemen, and Stephen Moffat obviously uh, was the showrunner on Doctor Who. Uh, so this takes the classic tale of Dracula. They did Sherlock together as well. And they did Sherlock together as well. So this takes the classic tale of Dracula and updates it over three episodes. The first episode's all set in Dracula's castle in Transylvania. The second episode set on the Demeter, the boat that brings Dracula to Whitby. And the third episode all set in the UK once uh, Dracula has landed. Um... I hated it. Oh, all three episodes? Uh, I've heard a lot of people say they loved episode one, loved episode two, but hated three. I liked episode one. It wasn't too bad. I like the fact that uh, Van Helsing is a woman. That's a nice little twist. So, yeah, the first episode was okay. The second episode on the boat was uh, tedious. The third episode, what they try and do in that is just absolutely ridiculous. Doesn't work whatsoever. I thought it was tiresome. The trouble with Gettys and... um, Moffat yeah. is they just think they're so clever so they, yeah. you know, they've watched every Hammer horror film they, they know all the Dracula stories and they're just basically and this is what they did with Sherlock Sherlock started off really well and then the last season of Sherlock was awful and, and it's because it's them two going oh look look how clever we are oh look what we've done aren't we clever and they're not making fil- they're not making things for a playing audience they're making films for them and their friends and Gators is always in it as well he's in this as well yes he plays Renfield in this but a lot of people didn't like Moffat's Doctor Who either did they they not they liked the person that was playying the Doctor so I think it was both Capaldi and Matt Smith Mm. they loved them but the actual writing of the story because he was chief writer so he wasn't writing all of them but he had sort of the Kevin Feige overlook of it all oh right well uh, yes so that is Dracula it's three parts Uh, each part is an hour and a half though so that is actually four and a half hours so you'd never find time to watch that same for Sherlock as well Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that, yeah. Was that one a week as um, well? That, yeah, yeah, and three of them as well. So they obviously like three an hour and a half. Mm. The, the difference is Sherlock was, a, each hour and a half was a separate story, whereas Dracula, it's th- yeah. three, you have to watch all three, so it's a four and a half But it haven't story. had an overarching story yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is Dracula. It is currently uh, on BBC iPlayer. And on Netflix, if you're not in... Not in, in the UK. Not in if the, you, I mean, but of course, we're on, if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. somewhere else in the world... It's on Netflix. Um, what are you looking forward to watching? What's your next on your list? What, on TV? On TV, yeah. Do you have anything... Cause, no, on, or on streaming site. Do you have anything? You've put me on the spot now. I thought I would. Oh, oh Mace, yes. Oh, go uh, on then. Do you know, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the new <laughs> It's the new comedy that starts this week from Amando Ainucci, who did The Thick of It and Veep. And I think it's called Avenue 5. stars okay. Hugh Laurie, and it's about a commercial uh, spaceship cruiser. Uh, where things go wrong. So it's a comedy set in outer space. Mason, there we go. Anything you're looking forward to? Um, I'll put you on the spot as well. Yes, yeah, so he's putting us on the spot. Sorry. Like he runs the place. No. <laughs> Question. No. 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 That's not. There we go. Toby just phoned. £3.50. Nice. Um, OK, uh, we've got time for a little bit of film news. Oh, yes, we do. Oh, no one paid for that one. That was a freebie. I, th- I think it was buy four, get one free. Was it? That's okay. why we got that one, yeah. Um, there is a new Matilda movie in the works. Um, the announcement of a casting call for children aged 9 to 11, no taller than 4 foot 3, <laughs> has confirmed that a film of Matilda is in the works. It's going to be directed by Matthew Warchus, who staged the hit musical adaptation on the West End stage. So... On the one hand, marvellous, the yeah. new version of Matilda, although the version directed by Danny DeVito back in the 1990s was very good. Uh, of course, the bad thing about this, it's, it's a film version of the musical, uh, and the last two we've had were Les Mis <laughs> and Cats. Yes. I mean, Les Mis, 
It was all right. It scraped by. Yeah. Cats. No, not so good. There Um, was no memories. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um... (laughs) According to the advertisement in the press, uh, the movie, which is going to be produced by Working Title Films, will be shot from August until December. Uh, The character description for the telekinetic bookworm heroine states that Matilda is not quick to smile nor sentimental. She has a tough life so far and not much help from the adults around her. She's just a little bit naughty. Uh, Have you seen it? Uh, I don't think I have. Has Amy seen it with her musical? I think Amy has seen the the stage show. Yeah. So, yeah, so that will be coming presumably at the end of next year. Looking forward to it or slightly worried? Slightly worried after Cats, I've got to say, but at least there won't be much CGI involved in a film about uh, school children. Well, you say that, but then if she's going off into her own book wells, that will probably be. Oh, yeah. But But then. They could do that nicely. They could do that in sort of. Uh, um, aha take on me style so it's yes. all like pencil drawing yeah. And, yeah. and stuff like and that and it's not the whole cast that are being digitally um, remastered or anything no that's true okay. can we find out what a musical expert thinks of um, not really the, no. no why is there one here no, but there, is okay. a, there is a musical expert she's so probably coming to tell me I'm wrong probably uh, Amy's here everybody hi Amy hello uh, your thoughts on Matilda live action what the stage show no, yeah did you like it yeah, I loved it. Do you think it would work on, on in a new film? Uh, it's different to the film that currently exists because it's much darker. Oh. No, no, they're making a film of they're the stage show. We just wondered your your. Yeah, no, I think that would be good because yeah. it's much darker than the film that exists and it's more of a backstory and it's more interesting. Oh. There we go. There okay. Can't disagree with that. No, there can go. I? No. Oh, and... Yeah. Just gave me a pound. Nice, good. That's what I like. Excellent. Thank you very much, Amy. Amy on a Wednesday evening from seven. Oh yeah, let's plug her show. Yeah. Do you go in and disturb her? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, In other news, Disney have been fox hunting. Hey! Uh, They are getting rid of the word fox. We all saw this coming. From 20th Century Fox and Fox Searchlight. Hang on, what are they going to call it then? Uh, 20th Century Pictures and Searchlight Pictures. Wasn't it's a bit odd. Why don't they just change it to 21st century? Because we're in the 21st century. That's true. Century. But didn't they? Didn't Searchlight used to be just called Searchlight? No, it's always been Fox. Has it always Fox been Searchlight? Searchlight okay. I think, yeah. Uh, the reason they're doing it is to get rid uh, of the Fox branding. To get rid of the Fox branding because Fox is most associated now with Fox News yeah. and uh, its support of Trump and its fairly impartial reporting yeah. of the news. So I think they want to get rid of that especially as it's now owned by Disney Disney's a family brand they want to distance themselves as much as possible from Fox and linking that very nicely uh, mm. Family Guy which obviously was on Fox is yes. now part of the Disney yes. umbrella oh, uh, yes. Seth MacFarlane has said that his next series will not be on, on Fox no he's Disney. signed a deal with NBC or, NBC or Universal, Universal yeah. NBC yeah so his new stuff's all going to be on which there, again so. is in surprise because you, you when everyone was going Family Guy Cleveland Show even The Simpsons it's not not very Disney no, at all. No, it's not Disney-esque, is no. it? No. But then neither is Deadpool, and that's on there well, as well. Well, that's true. Colin just gave me a pound. Okay, good. Uh, Taika Waititi has been invited to work on the new Star Wars film. Good news. Uh, so that is good news. So he did really well with uh, Thor yep. uh, Ragnarok, and he's obviously doing Thor Love and Thunder, which comes out this year, I think. Next year. Next year, yeah, something, think. yeah. Okay, this year so is, he's um, doing that. Uh, he's just obviously directed Jojo Rabbit and he's got Oscar nominations for that. Um, it's citing unnamed film sources, as they always do. The Hollywood Reporter said the New Zealander Waititi had been approached by Lucasfilm to join the franchise that recently wrapped on the rise of Skywalker. But it's not clear whether he's developing his own project or if he's going to be part of one that's already in progress. See, he's, he's somebody, if you compare it to Gatiss and Moffat, that puts himself in a film, but he's good. does it properly. Yes, not just going, look, it's me, everybody. Exactly, yes, okay. Uh, yes. My mum. Oh, nice. Happy, Three pounds. Happy birthday. Happy 90th birthday, birthday to my yeah. mum for tomorrow. Uh, and a little bit of music news to finish. Ooh. Big news from last week. Billie Eilish yes. has been asked, or not been asked, she's, she has done, she's obviously done it already yeah. and they've approved it. Uh, she is writing and performing the new James Bond single for No Time to Die. As announced on Drive Time. As announced on Drive Time. Uh, do we think this is good? Yes. I, I think do. I think she's got a very cinematic feel to her yes, music. And yes. her, she's writing it with her brother as well. Who written. Is, written. Yep. It's already been written. Um, who is also in the music world and uh, is not as famous as her, mm. obviously. But yeah, she's, I think it's great. Uh, she's only 18. 
She's the youngest she's, person to ever yeah, write it. She's the youngest person ever to write and perform yeah. the new James Bond singing. And the, the amazing fact that you told me on Drive Time last week about the James Bond songs, which I, st- I still haven't yeah. checked, but tell me. Uh, only one of the James Bond song themes, songs theme songs yeah. uh, has got into number one in the UK and America. Duran Duran and Aha. I think Duran Duran was in the UK and Aha was in America. Mason, any idea which Bond song got to number one in the UK? Only one Bond song has ever got to number one. I'm going to say um, Goldfinger. You see, yeah. Goldfinger. I would have said Skyfall, Adele. I, I thought Adele would no. have got there, but only got to number two. Surprise us. Tell us which one it was, it, sadly. Uh, number one in America was Duran Duran of You To oh, Kill. Not, yeah, but here. Uh, number one was uh, Writing On The Wall. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Is the oh. only Bond number one, which is Who is he again? Terrible Ooh, on you. Yeah. Not who is he. he who, are who are they? they. Yes. Not allowed to say yeah, he. That's true. Oh, he is now gender oh. non-specific. But also, the, the good thing about No Time to Die is yeah. Hans Han Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Is yes. And also the Smiths' composer. ex-guitarist Johnny Marr is yes. helping out on the soundtrack. So, so I think this is going to be brilliant. It's all sounding good, yeah. isn't it? It's all shaping up to be very nice indeed. I look forward to it. Yes. Good. Well, that's it. Oh, Thank you very much. Oh, look. What? Another one? I just found 50p in my pocket. Nice. I'm donating that. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week at the same time. We'll be talking about the secret history of David Copperfield. To Toby or not Toby? Toby, hopefully, yes. Uh, uh, the secret history of David Copperfield is the new film by Armando Iannucci, who's, we talked about his new TV series starts this week, and it's a new take on, uh, the, obviously, the classic Charles Dickens, David Copperfield. The worrying stars thing about... Dev Patel, Hugh Laurie, uh, Tilda Swinton... Loads of people. The worrying thing about that is it's being used is advertising a lot on TV at the moment, mm. and the other ones that have been in that spot have done terribly. Oh, I don't think that has any. Bearing. I know, but does it's it, just it's it? just interesting that those two also did terribly. I can't okay. remember what they were. Good for That's you. That's how good they were. Okay, good. All right. Well, uh, Luke, thank you very much for um, looking after my bongs. Thank you. Well, no one paid for that one, so now we're in trouble. <laughs> Mason, thank you very much. Thank you. Back the same time next week from 7 till 8, and I'll also be back on Sunday for oh. Sunday breakfast. The best way to wake up on a Sunday morning. But now with the time approaching 8 o'clock, mm. it's time to head over to the Sky Newsroom for the latest national and international news headlines. You're listening to Wickham Sound online on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. Yes. Something we... F- hey, first of all, good show. Good show. Flew by. Nice contribution, by the way. Thank you. And About sex education. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who donated to our bongs. Do you mean, hang on, oh, look, look on the carpet. It's what? 50p there. <gasps> nice. Lovely. Um, Easy. I don't know why. Why, why, why are people making worried? a fuss about this? Sure. Um, yeah, I highly recommend sex education. It's really, really good. <laughs> what, specifically for me? <laughs> yes, for you, yes. But it's one of these programs. Now, we're on the podcast now. So we can be a bit more We can be a little bit your, your girlfriend told me <laughs> what you learnt last night. Oh, no, but this Just is... Just tell a, us what you learnt. Douching. <laughs> but this isn't... No, but the good thing about this is that you learn things yeah. that you wouldn't learn... No. ...about... And things you probably never wanted, wanted to, to know. Yeah, no. Good. Well, now you know how to douche. I can't believe I'm saying that. The, the uh, funny thing was, though, Amy, Amy was like, what, the, what is that? And I went, give it five minutes, we'll find out on the programme. Because they've done it with other things as well. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's an education. education. It literally is. Can I just give a shout out? It's not finished yet, but I'm three episodes in to uh, The Outsider on Sky Atlantic. Have you started watching or have you watched? You don't even know what it is, do you? No. It's an eight-part drama thriller based on a novel by Stephen King. What's a novel? Anyway, it's very good. Three episodes in, it's very good. Have you watched any of The Witcher? No. No. I don't know if I want because to. Because it's all just plonked on there and I just don't, I don't, I like things one a week. Yeah, but you can watch it one I a know, week. I know, but it doesn't work like that. Well, at the moment, we've got to, we, we're finishing Better Call Saul because okay. I've just rewatched the whole lot because my other half is catching up because the new series is out. We're trying to finish Messiah, <laughs> which is very good. Yeah. Messiah, if you want, that's on and Netflix. No. Very good. He's a naughty boy. Sorry? He's, a not, he's not the Messiah, he's really... No, no it's... Okay. Yes, but at least you know what Messiah is. Thank you. Uh, the girl at work didn't. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we're finishing that and Lost in Space. Oh, is that which the one? We very much enjoy. Is that the one with the robot? That's yes. a, a remake of. Uh, it's a remake of Lost in Space. Yeah. Yes. I've not. I should watch that. It's very I'll good. Add that to my thing, but I thought it was for kids, and it's not. No. Excitingly, though, mm. Sabrina is back. <sighs> Teenage girls all over the country Woo-hoo! will be thrilled.
I don't know what the rating is on it though, but I would imagine it's an 18 because it is 18. Yeah, it's like a bit hellish. Where are you going to find the rating? At the beginning of the show. Oh no, on Netflix it will tell you on the yeah, page. Tell you on the, oh, does it tell you Just on the page? tell you on the page. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hang on. It's, oh, it's a 15. Okay. It's a 15. So 15 year old girls everywhere will be thrilled. Hello. But I, it's I'm not going to watch it. It's um, it's it's sort of a darker version of the TV program. Yeah. So when it comes out, uh, ten episodes, hour each, you watch them all in one go, probably, and yet you still can't find three hours for the I, Irish No, I movie. won't watch this all in. It's probably oh, about no, nine. Like oh, you like to savour these? And what, that because I watch these once, my other half's gone to sleep. Oh, she, even even the the. F- <laughs> so your girlfriend yeah. doesn't watch it, no, but you do. But this isn't a show that I really should like because it's no. horror. Well, and I don't really like horror. It's not horror, really. There's some is jump it? scares in it. There's I the... jumped out of bed. Okay. Tell you what, I'll watch the first episode okay. of the first season and tell you what I think. It's See very, if I get hooked. It's very good. Okay. All right. Because, you know, that's, you know, I've put in 18 hours worth of... Because it must be good. Okay. Good. Good. So that's I'm not ignoring homework. you. I'm just trying to find out what's showing next week ah, so okay. I can give you an update. Because I know in the show we said the secret history or whatever it's called of... Um, no, it's, they still haven't listed anything. No. Is this our Cineworld rant that we seem to be having every week? Yeah. But three weeks away from Parasite. Can I just point that out? Three weeks away from Parasite. Or if you're an unlimited card person. This Friday. This Friday. I know. And I saw your tweet about you can't take any friends, but you know why? Because we packed. Well, no, they did one on Monday. Oh, okay. Today, they're doing uh, Like a Boss. Right. And for the first time, you can take A a, a friend with you. But that's the first time they've done it. And I thought, wouldn't it be a shame they would? Well, no, because I'm not sure. Because Parasite is subtitled. And uh, I'm not sure how many people, you know, people... Have... No, that, see, that puts me off. Exactly. And it shouldn't. I because don't want to read. You can read. You're I can read, but I want to watch. You can do both. Oh, my brain likes to switch. I can't, you Do both? Yes. How long have you known me for? Well, you're looking at the same thing. You're not, well... I'm not asking you to read a novel while watching <laughs> War and Peace. You know, you can, you're it's doing true. them both at the same time. That's true. I'm going to pay for everyone to go. No. I'm going to take all my friends and might invite you as well. Hey! To, to see it if it comes you, to well, World. Uh, no, I say this because... Clinton wants to go I know, and I was see it. I was going to say this quietly because we'll have a radio thrown at us. Okay. But uh, Clinton wants, wants to go, to go, and, go see and see it? He wants to go and because I raved about it when I came back from LA and I showed him the trailer and it, the trailer intrigued him. Uh, uh, the same thing with Jojo Rabbit as well. <laughs> Which I will get round to seeing at some point. No, you point. won't. Or when it comes no, out you won't. on DVD. Possibly not. No, I will, because you came back about it and was like, oh, yeah, it's really good and I loved it. And yeah, it that was six weeks ago. I know, but then I saw the trailer recently and was like, yeah. oh, actually, it is really, really good. I'll buy you the Blu-ray for Christmas. I don't have a Blu-ray player. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll buy you a VHS tape for Christmas. They don't have a VHS well, tape. Well, there's no in-between. DVD. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. There's a DVD. No. Uh, so yeah, David Copperfield next week. Yeah. Very, very much looking forward to it. There's that. loads of people in it. Peter Capaldi's in I know. it. It's huge. Yeah, it's massive, it's gonna be big. It's gonna massive. be big. High hopes. High hopes. Gotta have high hopes. High, high hopes Thank for the you. living. Now here's an interesting oh, thing. Oh god, really? Um in the title of the podcast, yes. obviously we have film film. Film film. So we have whatever films we're reviewing. Yes. Do we add the TV programme as well to it now? Well we do, but we're called Monday Movies. We may no, have to change true. the title to Monday Movies and TV. Monday, Monday, it doesn't work as much, but... Monday a, Entertainment. No, no it doesn't doesn't, it's not, it's not illiterate. No. Illiterate? It's not the word Ill- you're looking for. Ill- is it when it's double? Illiterate means someone who can't read. Oh, yeah. That answers many questions. It, well, although alliteration... Alliteration? Illiterate is the start of alliteration. Is that not the... the, the what's I don't the, know. Because alliteration is... Plural. I'll Google it for next week. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, we'll have to come up with a new title. We forgot something. It. What? We forgot what? something. So what? you were on the. We nearly forgot this again. Oh. We forgot it on drive time earlier. We've got it last film week on the quiz. Podcast. Sorry, I think you mean. The big movie quiz on BBC Radio Oxford. We, you're going to say something at. You're going to yes. say something. What we, would you like me to say? Well, we forgot to say it last week, and then yes. you forgot to do it. Like you nearly forgot to do the quiz. Um, until I reminded you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I said, I kind of wish I didn't because you were like, oh, don't recognise that number. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you not saved it as BBC Oxford? Should I tell you how few people they have ringing them? My phone was on silence. Yeah. So I had three missed calls at 10 past five. And I looked, I didn't recognise the number. No. So I just rang it back. 
And she said, oh, good afternoon, BBC Radio Oxford. And I said, oh, I just had a missed call. Oh, Duncan. <laughs> we were just calling to make sure you're still doing oh, no, it. Because I've been to, <laughs> I've been to BBC Oxford. Yeah. And you're, you're just being their contact, so your name probably just pop Oh, up. okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so we're going to make you say yes. something. So what would you like me to say? Uh, what's the worst that could happen? Well, they could ban me from going on again, but what would you like me to say? What's the worst that could happen? I could be fined, I don't know, by the BBC for swearing. I mean, what would you like me to say? I'd like you to say, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, I see. Plugging our very... Comedy gold. Thank you. Plugging our two episodes. Long dormant series. <laughs> it's on hiatus. It's on hiatus, it's coming back. Okay, so I will say, what's, what's the, the worst, worst that, that could happen? happen? And then we'll we'll see if you can do I it. I will do that. I mean, it's quite easy to get into it. Okay. You know, like, you know... Are you ready for it? What's, what's the, worst the worst that could happen? happen? Uh, if you've not seen what's the worst that could happen, you should go to youtube.com forward slash Wickham Town or click in the link in the podcast information for this show. Yeah, there'll be another one. Mm. Sometime. S- soon. We've got yes. ideas. We just need to need put to, the ideas yeah, onto... we just haven't got the energy. <laughs> it's January, all <laughs> right? Get up and go has got up and gone. It'll be in February. Yeah. And then it'll take us all year to film it like last yes. time and it'll be out next January. Yes. Something to look forward to. There we go. Good. Are we done? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Join us next week. For? Oh, and don't forget to rate us if you do listen. Please, can we have some ratings? Well, we've got loads of them. We've got five. Yeah? We want more. Okay. And reviews. Reviews of us. Reviews of the podcast. You've heard the ones we've had already. No, no, that that's from people on an awards thing. We don't <laughs> want those. This is, we want listeners. Anyway, shall we leave? Let's please, let's, let's yes, please, let's. Let's go. Goodbye. Uh, Duncan, end of the podcast. This is the end of the podcast. Cue Jonathan. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.